0: Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at rebag.com. That's r e b a g.com and use promo code REBAGNEW for 5%
1: off your first purchase. Oh god. Just okay. kidding. <laughs> I'm in a dry spell. You're in a dry <laughs> you are yeah it's been like four minutes
0: it's been uh weeks. five weeks five weeks mm-hmm. tough I know I'm living alone finally I'm supposed to be like living my life I live alone I'm mm-hmm. I'm in a new city but you don't wanna, do you not want to do I thought men in your house the boys would come oh, I don't want men there. in my house I never bring them back to my place I don't know why I live alone are we good like are we rolling is this good
1: vibes with talia and alexis hey guys (laughs) welcome back i'm alexis barber i'm talia this is bad vibes and the vibes are feeling a little low today i'm not in the best mood yeah me neither i'm never in a great mood no you're not but I'm not great today. I'm not great today, but let's talk about why you're not great No, but today. you have no excuse to not yeah, be great. I am. No, the only reason I'm not great is because... So I just got back from a fabulous, stunning, iconic vacation with my boyfriend. Five days in the Dominican Republic. It like, looked amazing. It was amazing. I barely consumed any content. It was wonderful. Like, I just relaxed. But the thing is, now I have to fly to LA for work. Six-hour fucking flight. That flight is brutal. And then go to an event and then work out of the LA office like next week. And then I'm going to stay there over the weekend. And my week is just like really filling up. Like I have, um, I have a lot of friends in LA and a lot of influencer friends that I want to see. And last time I was there, when I met you, none of them were there. Like they all happened to be gone. So that's why we met, which was so fun. Love to see it you know right. look where we are now but this time it's just like my week looks like there's not going to be a second to breathe right so i'm really stressed out and then i couldn't get my nails done and i couldn't get my lashes done oh. and so i was just having a you're little bit like of shit in la you look horrible LA. everyone's going to be like and everyone's they're going to be able to tell that you're from
0: out of town shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs>
1: no i'm do but i look but i'm really tan from the dr no, you look great. Oh, thank you. But I got it was Jeff a good trip. To, yeah, I got Jeff to tan, too. That man was looking pasty. <laughs> it was not giving.
0: And was it? Was I remember we left off with you guys having a bit of a debacle <laughs> <vocal> on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Yes. So...
1: Talia and I went to this party right after our, we recorded last week on Valentine's Day. It was a cool people party. It was a cool people you party. You were You weren't there. If you were there, let's talk about it. Um, but anyway, we went to this party and right before, like, was supposed to have dinner with Jeff for Valentine's Day. But we were going on, like, a five-day trip, so I, like, really wasn't expecting anything. Yeah, why do you need to have like, a little dinner? Exactly. We didn't need to do anything, but he, because, of, like, in the past on Valentine's days, like. Sometimes he didn't meet my expectations. He was super nervous about doing that. So he was trying to like... Decorate my apartment like he bought like tons of candles and mm. twinkly lights and all this stuff to like make my apartment so romantic. But I got home early from the recording, so he couldn't finish it. So he got really sad that he couldn't like have his little moment Aww. because he was like, "I was gonna meet these expectations." I was like, "I didn't have any expectations because we're going on a five day vacation tomorrow. Like we don't need." Why to. would you? You were getting up at, like six AM for exactly. this But that's the type. he's a romantic guy. Like he likes to do that stuff. So the fact that he five days do in the it, Dominican
0: Republic is not romantic it, enough. It,
1: it, is but he was worried about the actual day because once in college there was an issue where he didn't do something on the actual day because we were doing something on the other day and i probably like freaked out at him i probably blocked (laughs) that out but i probably freaked out at him so he's probably like traumatized and really trying so i left him (laughs) at my apartment to go to this cool people party and it's okay because we just didn't discuss it and had the great <laughs> the greatest week in Dominican
0: sometimes it's not worth a fight sometimes it's you not. just leave it
1: exactly so, so, so we left it. it and had the best time like i'm honestly shocked like he's being really nice to me like wow no. he's being really no, he's nice just, to like me. like he slept over last night after we spent the whole week together because i have to go to la and he's like i I'm, I'm, he's like i miss you already like i'm like really like Feeling the love. That is cute. So. See, I'm so fucked up. My first thought is like, what did he do? <laughs> Who, did he yeah. <laughs> Who did he sleep with? Who did he sleep with? Yeah, honestly, one day the other. I always am afraid that like my relationship is too good to be true, and that something. Well, what bad a great problem to have. Yes, <laughs> true. <laughs> what a nice. You know, I'm problem. living the dream. Fuck living you. the dream. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> why are you in a bad mood? Oh
0: my god. Well, I had a similar type of packed week this past week. Mm-hmm. People underestimate how much social obligations can actually become part of your schedule and stress you out just as much as the work stuff that you have to do. Exactly. When you're describing like, people ask why this week is so bad for me. And it's like, I'm not even naming that much work stuff, but that paired with all the other shit and people that I need to see people who were in town this week I had a family friend's kid who I like made an uh, obligation I, I made a commitment to see him and like there were just so many things I felt like every single second of every day this week was booked mm-hmm. and it didn't help that a lot of stuff like shit hit the fan with work stuff brand deal things. they're a great company but like working with them it there was a lot of miscommunication and a lot of like cramped due dates and whatever and There was, I had to reshoot this photo a bunch of times because it wasn't the way they want. It just, it really took up so much more of my time than it should have. And it, yeah. So all this stuff's happening. So I had a very, very long day and Friday was just terrible, okay? And I felt my whole weekend, I was like working on this shit. I had to film this day in the life video for somebody else, which was fun to do, but like, at the same time, every second of my day, it was like this thing in the back of my mind, I have to be filming this, mm-hmm. I'm working. It's just, that sums up my life right now.
1: Yeah, that's what it is. It never shuts off. In New York especially, it's like everything can be content and so many people are here, so you get right. all these obligations. And I had to film three, all three of my sponsored deals for this week, this morning, because like I'm leaving tomorrow. So I feel you, it's like you, like, like today's a day off from work and still we're working every second of every day.
0: And people forget that, yeah, of course- I don't like to compare my job to to a traditional corporate job. It you it cannot be compared and the issues you get a taste of both, but like the issues that these people face are completely different. But they underestimate it's hard to complain to these people because then they're like, but you don't get up at eight in the morning yeah. and finish at 10 PM. Yeah, but I also work around the clock. It exactly. never shuts off. I'm thinking of taking a day off of my phone, like once a week. I set aside a day, but then I miss a lot of important things. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I just I'm tied to it. So I had this terrible, terrible day where my whole day was taken up with filming this content and refilming it and being on the phone with people and just like figuring it out. And I was just, it felt by the end of the day, like I was on like an Adderall come down. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that weird, you're like a shaking shell of a person. Like the light inside me was gone. And I get back to my apartment. I can't even talk about it without crying. I opened up my mailbox and guess what's there? I can't. It was my bill from Con Edison. No, we We've just talked about, about this. have spoken about this, about how miraculously somehow I have not been paying utilities and nobody shut off anything. Oh. And I was told by some not trustworthy source that I didn't have to be paying them separately because they were already t- getting taken out of my rent, whatever. I should have checked, but I was kind of just living with like somebody's paying it and it ain't me. So I'm not going to fix something that isn't broken. Go. I'm not going to call anybody. But I get this bill. Guess how much the bill was for? I don't want to know. The number is burned into my brain. What? $1,821.76. Ah. Ah. Okay? Don't you live in like a 200 square foot box? I live in a box. And I, as you said before, I'm brushing my teeth once a fucking day. There's no <laughs> way I'm using this much energy and water, whatever the fuck they cover. Okay? There's no way. So- I, and it says it's due in five days or else they're shutting off everything. My first, my initial thought was like, this has to be a scam. Oh so I walk God. down the hallway and knock on the door of one of my neighbors, not the one that's troubled, the other one. <laughs> and Troubles. I ask, is this what your bill looks like? She's like, no, she showed me her. She was like, that number is ridiculous, but this is a legit bill from them. Like, this is real. I call the number, not the not the one on the left. I don't want you guys getting in my DMs and being like, you got scammed, no. I called the right number. Okay, I went online. I got the right number. I'm on the hold. I'm on the hold. I'm on phone. <laughs> oh
1: God, guys. She needs help.
0: I'm, You're on, on hold. I'm on the phone with them for three hours, 17 minutes. I looked. Two hours and 50 minutes of those, was that was on hold. So I finally get off hold with somebody and they're walking me through it. It turns out that I guess the girl before me was not paying utilities. That's not my responsibility. It's the building management's bill to cover, but I was freaked out. It, mm-hmm. it just jolted me. Okay. So I was already so vulnerable and not myself. And then I get this bill. So I, I didn't, I couldn't do anything. I didn't end up going to my friend's party that night. Cause I'm sitting on the phone with them and I think it got cleared up. I'm not getting charged that much is all I know. And I made a new account. So guys, I have a Con Edison account. She's in an New York. I'm a utilities payer.
1: Oh my God, she's doing it. I'm doing it, but it gets worse. <laughs> so then after I have, I'm
0: defeated after being on the phone with these people. I go to West Side Market. I got myself a rotisserie chicken. I come back. I'm just sitting in my bed.
1: <laughs> Why do the white people love the rotisserie chicken I just love a rotisserie
0: so chicken. I, I just needed something like yeah. protein. Like mm-hmm. I needed to refuel. It's two in the morning. And- I'm eating my rotisserie chicken in my bed, and I decide to check Instagram before I go to sleep.
1: Never a good idea.
0: Mm. Can you guess what I saw? There's this guy. <laughs> and Do I know him? You know of him. Mm-hmm. And I open up a story, and there's a lady. <gasps>
1: is it? <laughs> is it him?
0: I don't know which one you're talking
1: about. You're there's right. a Me couple neither. in my life.
0: It's not a huge... Like, this isn't a guy that I'm like committed to in any way. Like we are not, he's allowed to see other people. We are, we've never been like that. I'm allowed. I post about guys on my TikTok all day long doing walks of shame from their place. He has every right to post a girl. He has every right to get in a relationship. It just was a jolt Mm -hmm. to see somebody that you care about dancing with this girl. And they're, he's like got his head on her shoulder and they look so in love. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? How haven't I heard about this girl? I was just like, It just, it was like a a jump scare. Like I opened it and was like, holy shit, wait, what?
1: Like Your cortisol was really doing too much. Oh my God, I was shaking. And I was like, oh, it's fine.
0: I I gave it an hour and I was like, wait, why am I freaking out? It's totally fine. I was just in a vulnerable spot and was like, I didn't need to see a guy that I've hooked up with and had feelings for with this girl. So it gets worse. Naturally, I click on her. I'm like, okay, who is this girl? Let's figure it out. I wanted to look and see what, what her deal was. It's cute, adorable. I'm scrolling through, and I liked something. <gasps> no, you didn't. I did, and I saw that like they were online. No, and probably like what sitting in his bed together, like scrolling yeah. Instagram, probably. And she gets a notification from me. I unlike it immediately, and I block her. <laughs> no, you did. <laughs> Because there has scared. to be a better way. There has to be a better way,
1: but I don't know what it is.
0: I just was like, "What?" Like it was just the worst day ever. So now I wake. I wake up the next morning. I'm like, "Whatever, it's fine." Right. And then I like go to some other guy's birthday party and hook up with him. Like I was like totally chill. Stop. But it's just like you just don't want to see Mm-mm. those things. It could be somebody I hooked up with three years ago. If I had feelings for them at any point, doesn't matter if I'm over those feelings. I just, when I'm in a vulnerable position, I don't want to see a person that I care about with his head on her shoulder, doing a little dance, okay? Mm, It just didn't feel good. It was, it really hurt for a second. Yeah. So it was a jump scare and that was my night
1: All right, let's
0: get into our vibe check for the week because this is the Bad Vibes podcast. doesn't mean that we have bad vibes about our things that we vibe check, but we'll see we today. May. Yeah, we'll see. Today's vibe check is, Alexis, what do you think about parasocial relationships and the people
1: who follow you? Oh, it's a good question. So parasocial relationships is like this weird relationship where you feel like you have a relationship with a person you follow, but they might not have a relationship with you. So I guess, what's an example? Like, I have a parasocial relationship with Beyonce because I think I know, well, no, Beyonce's not a good example. She doesn't share her life. I
0: feel like you wouldn't be the type who would have yeah. one with anybody, really. No, You're I don't just have a, fan. a, but like, I'm
1: giving it, a, like, uh, I'm trying to relate it to people. Sure, you know? sure. A lot oh, of my people. My favorite influencer, Mariana Hewitt, she's an amazing business owner, like, stunning, like, person. She's mm-hmm. so cool, but she doesn't share enough of her life for it to be a parasocial relationship. But for example, your favorite influencer, you feel like you know them, but they don't know who you are. Right. So, um, it's like I feel like a lot of people, especially since we live in New York, feel like they know us or could hang out with us, but we don't know them or like right. have not necessarily don't have interests, but like don't have, you know, the same we wouldn't have met if we right. weren't on social media.
0: And there's nothing wrong with saying you know, oh, I follow this influencer and I feel like we know each other. I feel like we would get along so well. Mm-hmm. Even sending a DM like, oh, I just feel like we'd be best friends. And so I love your content. Yeah, nothing so wrong normal. with that. But people tend to think that they know everything about you. And I, I feel like something that really bugs me is when people approach like DMs or coming up to me or whatever with like, oh my God, you have no idea like how well we'd get along. You don't even understand. Like, I know you don't know me, but trust me, mm-hmm. trust me, we need to get drinks.
1: The fact is I would never say that to
0: someone. I would never say that to anybody. I really wouldn't. I, I, there are people I'm huge fans of, and I really feel like we'd get along. I would never, ever inconvenience them and make them uncomfortable with saying like, give me your number, we have to hang out. But I just don't like, there's no, just because you know me and you like me, I'm sure, yeah, there are a lot of things that we have in common, but you don't know everything about me. And it doesn't mean that I'm gonna like you. And Mm -hmm. I just wish that there could be like fans and followers And not friendships. Like, we don't have to know each other. And I don't know why everyone who wants to give me a really lovely message also adds in what's your number? Let's get drinks. And it's like, yeah. Maybe it's not because, it's because I'm not a real celebrity. I'm an influencer. I do think,
1: yeah. And I think that TikTok sort of added to it, you know? Like, I think it used to be like, there's a celebrity out there and you could never be friends with that celebrity. Like, you would send them, what what did they do? Like, fan mail back in the day? But the thing is, like, now that there's a rise of TikTokers and there's a lot more people with, like, a social following out there, that's why people feel like it's more possible for them to just, like, reach out to people. But I mean- There's also this added element of like, as someone who does have like followers or like in theory, social clout, that feels uncomfortable to me to have people reach out to me because if you didn't really know me before this and you have this preconceived notion of the 2% of my life that I actually put online. It really is 2%. It literally is 2%. There's no way it could be more. Like if, if you really feel that way about me, like I feel like you're always asking they're always it could be that they're asking for something or like using you and 90 percent right. of my dms are asking for something whether Ugh. it's where my plain black t-shirt is from or like can you help me get a job at your company like from both the,
0: strangers and people that you knew exactly before this.
1: exactly it's like I just feel like I'm being taken from like 24 7 and I'm exactly. giving 24 7 but like the amount of dms that are just like let's hang out that's just kind of concerning, right. too. Should we talk about our party we went to? We skipped right over that. Oh,
0: my God. We went to an influencer we went to an party. influencer party. It like, was kind of fun. It was kind of fun. They had good music. We walked in so judgmental, too. We sure did. We were also walking in there taking notes, okay? Yeah. Anytime we go to these things, we're thinking, like, who are we
1: going to talk about on the podcast? Mm. You can't trust us. You really can't. You met us, but mm, <laughs> you don't know who you could trust, Right. But- Basically, this part—if you don't know—these parties are called like "I like you."
0: I, I guess. like you. They're like hosted the by
1: this forty-year-old Australian DJ. Is he forty? He's giving forty vibes. <laughs> like, no, I think he's forty.
0: Well, he—he he does look on the older side con- in comparison to everyone short. he hangs out with and, in this world and works with. But um, he's a nice guy. I've he's never heard, heard anything really nice or not nice about him. And then he followed me after. I felt pretty good about oh, that's that. Nice. He's sweet. He's Very sweet. nice guy. But. I'm just confused about, like, who is he?
1: Where did he come Where from? Where did he come from? Why is he hosting parties? He's and a DJ. But, like, other p- he wasn't DJ. Did he DJ? He DJ for a sec, yeah. Well, the end. then what? I don't know. I want to know. I mean, it's a good brand. Yeah,
0: no, totally. He's a, I guess this guy, I would like to learn more about it. He throws parties, he makes merch, makes little content videos.
1: It's cool. It's fun. It's just like a little sceney. It's quite sceney, I yeah. would say. I mean, the party was. A, like, I was invited to the party by an influencer agency. So it wasn't like, he, like uh, we just decided to go to it. Like, So it seems like it's like a corporation, basically what right. they're doing there because how would they know these agencies? And then they had like a documentary crew there.
0: Yeah, they were filming some movie. Yeah, so exactly. Every, it was just weird to party. I felt like I was partying in a fishbowl. Mm. Everyone, there were a bunch of cameras outside the people dancing and they were, there was flash on like, just taking videos and pictures of us like it, it felt very everyone is here to
1: be seen yeah you know
0: it was it was strange but it also I'm not gonna lie like it feels kind of cool like you're like wow I must have yeah. mattered
1: it's cool to be invited it's cool to, and we had people who like like are I don't want to say followers I always feel weird to say followers or people who follow us right that we are like that listen to the podcast we're there and we got to meet people and hang out with people and that's always like I've never realized that I'm, like, a real person until, like, those things happen. Do you so like when people fun. come up to you? Um, I feel, so I met an influencer when I was, like, starting out on TikTok. I had, like, 30K, and I met her, and she had, like, 300 at the time. And she was really awkward with me to where really? like, like, her friends were more normal. But, like, and so, like, it's one of those things where, you know, when you, like, like really embarrassed about something and your, like, body, like, spasms every yeah. time you think about it, like, it's that yeah yeah so like I I always get really nervous that when people come up to me that they feel the same way so I don't ever know how to act I get That's like really so nice of you I to think about that I just don't want them to be like she was weird because I had that experience where I met someone and she was weird oh so. I thought that
0: you're worried that they're they'll feel like you or they yeah. were weird
1: yeah yeah I don't worry they think yeah you're I weird. I'm worried both times so okay. I want them to feel super comfortable but then it gets to a place where like when I was in LA with Jazzy and we were out I got recognized and these girls like wanted to like party with us the whole night you know Mm. and that's kind of weird where and I think it's like when when people who follow me reach out to like want to hang out like of course I want to like make friends with people because like you're probably interested in the same things as me like 100% whatever right but it also can be weird because it's like a parasocial relationship like you know everything about me I know nothing about you first of all second of all most of my content is around the fact that I'm too busy to breathe. So like it feels kind of insulting for you to be like, let's get drinks when like, you know that I like have 500 full-time jobs, like, you know, so I, I mean, in theory I would like to, but like you said before, I don't even think that I could be a full-time influencer and not be as busy as I am now. Like
0: it's just busy in different ways and it's consuming emotionally in different ways. Exactly. I don't, like when people come up to me I thought that I would and I always when I was like little I used to totally pretend I was famous like I used to walk in places and be like what if everybody in here recognized me I was so weird but I loved the idea of like being a public figure and now if people come up to me it just makes me extremely suddenly aware of the fact that people recognize me and in order to like make these videos that I do and walk around in the streets talking to myself and looking like a crazy person, I have to kind of convince myself that nobody around me recognizes me. And when they do, it breaks my little mm-hmm. bubble of fake reality. And it, it, of course, like I'm grateful to every person who's ever come up to me. Like i always be nice, always. But if that happens five times in a day, I've had weird conversations with people where I've had to be so on and so nice and so friendly, even if I don't really like them. Mm-hmm multiple times in a row, even if I'm not in the mood. And the issue is that, what you said about parasocial relationships, they know, you said you, they know so much about your life. These people think they know about my life.
1: Yeah, yeah, It's like that's exactly what it is. Cause like I'll, I don't post my sad days. I don't post how stressed I am about work. I don't post about my fucking crazy family life. Like people like see me as this very perfect put together person a lot. I did when I first met you. Exactly, and I just, that's just really not who I am. I'm much different, like when we actually talk. So I feel like it's very frustrating to have people like have an idea of you. And then what if you don't meet that expectation? And then what's the point of even trying to meet that expectation to someone who comes up to you? Like, I don't wanna say I don't like it, but I will say it does make me uncomfortable.
0: I just think that people think they know me because I make it so, it is authentic. Everything I say on there is authentic, but it's just a part of my life. It's a fraction of my life. And I don't share everything. And I don't, I think that people, when they come up, I, it's so hard when they say, give me your number, let's get drinks. I'm like, what? I, like, I don't know why you would say that because it puts me in an awkward position of having then to like- Then they feel like they have access they to They feel you. like we're friends. Yeah. And that's the point is that my page, whatever I do, I want them to feel like we're friends. It's supposed to feel like we're kind of FaceTiming. Mm-hmm. But the issue is they really believe that. And like people DM me and say, you know, can we be friends? And I want to thank them for- the things that, the nice things that they say so badly. I feel bad just leaving these messages yeah. there and not thanking the people who are like making this possible for me. But at the same time, if I respond to them, then it's like, they keep going yeah. and I can't have any privacy. I've had Literally. people tell me, I know where you live. Mm-hmm. Like I can see, I figured out where you live. You definitely live on this street. I always see you walking around there. And it's like, yeah, to- that's on me. Like I shouldn't be so obvious about maybe the neighborhood that I live in in the background of where I'm mm-hmm. making my videos. But like, don't tell me that, okay? Just like, don't keep and that it's to yourself.
1: Exactly. Like. I get, like, just panicky anytime I just open DMs. Like, we were talking to Sammy about this, too, where it's, like, DMs for me. I feel like everyone who's who's DMing you thinks they're the only person DMing you. Yes. But in reality, like, I have hundreds every single day that I'm looking at, and I'm like, I want to answer all of your questions, but like, for example, I posted yesterday that like the resort we went to is giving it a rating and I accidentally put one out of 10 instead of 10 out of 10. 50 people DM me being like, you're, you, like you had a typo or whatever. And like, that's going to be overwhelming. Like no matter what. And like, that's a small thing. Like right. you could get 50 people DMing you about. How you're a shitty person or fifty people DMing you asking you to hang out. Like for every one person that asks me to hang out, there's fifty other people doing it. Yep. So it can be just simply overwhelming. Like today, I like don't even want to look at my DMs after I posted things because it just it's draining. So we're drained.
0: Yeah. That's the We're drained. That's the We had a little budget. therapy session and we're drained yeah, and just therapy just remember we're that. We're still
1: very grateful for everything, but we're allowed to have feelings about I it. I love too.
0: every single person who's invested a minute of their time into my life. I just can't express that individually usually. You can't express that and to a million please, people. And please, if especially if I'm on the fucking phone walking around in New York, don't say hi. I had a girl get, come up <laughs> Sorry. to me while I was doing
1: a bench press. Man. Dude,
0: do you want me to drop this weight on my face? Because that's what's about what to happen is with you, people. Come on. Like somebody came up to me on the street the other day and I was delighted to like that somebody wanted to stop. So of course I stop and she's walking up to me and the first thing out of her mouth is not, oh, I love your content or, oh, I think you're so funny. No, no, no. She goes, I haven't, I'm starting a management agency mm-hmm. and oh my God, like it would be amazing if you would like endorse it or maybe I could sign you. And I was like, that's, the, that's what you're fucking starting with? Yeah. Like it felt so like dehumanizing and it was the first time that had happened where it was so blatant. And it's like, I'm not going to fault this girl. Like she clearly doesn't know. If she wants to run an mm-hmm. influencer agency and work with people who have followings, you got to be a little bit better at this yeah. kind of stuff. Work on your subtleties. <laughs> but seriously, like, I don't know. The people from my path, like the guy that I talked about who DM'd me a couple weeks ago, mm. people who were never kind to me before, people who never gave me the time of day, who now think that I can offer them something. I have nothing to give. I yeah. have no power
1: in this exactly and I just I, but I feel think you do when you have the numbers yeah
0: people like I, I don't know I feel like people that I hang out with like take more photos of me now like it just feels weird mm,
1: I don't and I I feel that like I never want to take a picture with my friend when I'm out out with my friends yeah like my real friends I don't take pictures because I'm too busy in the conversation. But then it's like, you'll start to realize there are those friends who want to tag you in things. Like when we launched the podcast, for example, there were a lot of quote friends posting it on their stories being like, OMG. But while I was going through the six month stressful process of launching this podcast did not even like support me once in those situations. I said nothing like while I was like literally like so stressed out. But it
0: makes the friends who really are great Sign. oh my god yeah. I I have the best I'm now I'm gonna get emotional but I really do we'll end this vibe check on that note I really have the best friends like okay. I I the people who've known me my whole life people from middle school and high school elementary school my core group of LA girlfriends like the patience they have for me and the support and like unconditional they never guilt me about you know, if I don't have time to respond to their texts, like it it gets really hard to keep up with people. I prefer to do like every two weeks, we do a nice big phone call or a big text message situation, but I can't text every day. I have a hard time getting back to them in a timely manner. And that's not fair of me, but I'm trying to figure out how to balance it. And in this time, never have I received, oh, nice of you to respond. Mm. Never are they passive aggressive. I can't believe how good they are. Oh my God, (sighs) I'm gonna cry. So we got a lot of voicemails this week, which is amazing. And we can't unfortunately answer all of them in every podcast, but sometimes we'll come back to them and we will get to as many as we can. So keep sending them. And we're sorry if we didn't get to them this week, but we got a couple.
1: Yes. And so don't forget to call in. The number is 212-287-287. 5244 if you have a question or want us to talk shit about something but today let's get started with these this week's voicemails and the first one is from someone who called multiple times
0: yeah and I just learned apparently I met this girl over the weekend
1: oh and parasocial I,
0: yeah our producer just informed me that this was This is the girl okay somebody let's came it. up to me and said I left a voicemail so oh my God. let's let's see
2: Hi, Talia and Alexis. Um, this is probably my third voicemail this week. I don't think I've said my name any of the times by the way my name is Reed. Um, so, not that you would know. Um, the reason I'm actually calling this time, I wasn't even planning on calling again, but it's because I just met Talia at a bar in the East Village at Ace Bar. Um, and I approached her while she was probably an inch away from kissing a guy. So that was, you know, sorry to Cock Block. And um, I was gonna say that to you there, but. It was right in front of him while he was just observing our conversation awkwardly. So, you know, I didn't want to talk back more than I already have. Anyways, this is my apology now for doing that. I am sorry. Um. Anyways, to to my point, I really don't have a point. I kind of just wanted to call and tell you about the experience and apologize. But I told you that I was there with a guy who went to Berkeley. Cause he looks. at you, He goes, I think I went to college with that girl, and I was like, Oh my god, I love her. Um. And yeah, you did, cause she went to Berkeley and so did you. <laughs> anyways the date was fine um he's like 24 though and i'm literally 19 i was like mad about the place he picked though. he was like oh um come to like like oh ace bar at 7 p.m and i looked up and i was like ew this is like a gross fucking dive bar like why are we going here like why aren't you taking me to like i don't know like Somewhere nice. I didn't say that to him obviously because I'm really nice and a huge people pleaser. And then I got there and it was really fun. So like don't judge book by its cover. And then I met Talia, so like he actually did me a massive favor, even if I never see him again, which I probably won't because I'm not going to text him.
1: Thank you, Reed, for the explanation. Wow. 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 Did she cock block you? No, that guy was weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He just bought me a beer and I was really bored at that bar. Mm. Um, He was really cute. It just, he was, he couldn't make conversation, but I was just sort of like, we were chatting. I can understand how she thought that it was like, like that. Um, But yeah, she did. She came up to me and she was adorable. She was so nice. You did not look 19. How are you? 19? 19. 19. So what are you? Freshman in college? oh yeah she must go to nyu or something and she was with a guy who i got a glimpse of and she said that guy went to your school so he pointed you out to me and i recognized you i didn't recognize this guy at all but now we know he's 24 she's 19 um but she was very nice thanks for saying hi do we have another i would like to hear what she initially called about but thanks for the apology but no you didn't do anything wrong you did not call puck don't worry
2: Hey, Tally Alexis, big fan. Um, I had some questions about your opinions on age gaps mm. in dating. I am 19 and I have always been pretty vehemently against dating a guy more than like two years old, two or three years older than me. Um, especially a guy that's already out of college because I just feel like we're at very different places in our life. Um, but I met a guy this weekend and he is graduated. He's not crazy old, like he's in his mid 20s, but yeah, just wondering your take. Um, I wanted to know your opinion because I'm having horrible demons inside of me trying to figure out um, my take. As I've said for so many years, I would never do that. And now I'm being tested. Anyways, huge fan. Kisses, love. Bye-bye.
1: <laughs> Kisses, Kisses, love. Oh, I love her. Hi, Reid. This is why you shouldn't put, like, that kind of parameter, like, on yourself. Like, those, those numbers are, like, two or three years or something because, like then you'll be questioning it and you'll have the double issue of having to decide if it's the right guy and like fighting with yourself about something. Yeah, it's like
0: she's being really hard on herself. Yeah,
1: really hard. But at the same time, when you're 19, you should be very, very careful about who you date, period, because you're a child.
0: I, you know how I feel about age gaps in dating. I almost exclusively date a little too old for me. Mm -hmm. And that's like something that I'm I wouldn't say it's something I'm trying to work on. I want to be open. I'm trying not to put these restrictions on myself the way that Reed is because that is how exactly you end up with two issues. But I think that having done a little age gaps in college when I was 19 and then having age gaps now that I'm 23, now that I'm out of college, I feel like an adult. I used to feel like an adult. Mm -hmm. Now looking back on who I was, like you're going to have hindsight and it's going to be really uncomfortable. Looking back, no, I should not have been doing that. But now that I'm 23, I've been seeing guys like the guy that I mentioned earlier who <laughs> posted yeah. his little, little stupid girly. little story. <laughs> He's a much older than me. Mm-hmm. And it never, I never feel like he, he might feel like I'm kind of younger, but I I'm, i i am pay bills now. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like an adult. We have a lot more to talk about, but- <laughs> You do pay bills, but just now. Just now, <laughs> just starting this week. Okay, I paid him before too for other things. <laughs> But no, I, I just feel like I'm an adult now and I feel like a little bit nervous thinking about, it wasn't the fact that I was dating older guys in college when I was still in my teens. That was weird necessarily. I don't think the age gap 19 to 24 is that weird.
1: Yeah.
0: It's just that things that you do with him, you might end up regretting and you have to be really careful that he's not taking advantage of your, youth and naivete, like Mm -hmm. you you don't realize it but you are naive and you might sign up to like oh you want to I don't know
1: there's like you could be going to a more serious place as someone who's older because so you have to look at patterns. If someone is exclusively dating people who are under 20 years old, yes. that is where you should see an issue. If you all met and hit it off in a great situation and his past relationships or hookups have usually been like a an age range or around his age, that would make more sense. But I think being you should definitely be wary as a someone who's under 21, period, because that is a really young age and a very, it's very You can't easy. even drink yet. You can't legally. even drink yet. like it's very easy to be taken advantage of at that time, whether or not- And you don't
0: realize it because you think you're older than you are. Mm -hmm. Like 19, you feel like an adult and in many ways you are, your brain is almost fully formed, whatever, but you're gonna look back and be like, I was so stupid. And there's things, I'm not saying that dating the guy can be bad. It can be really beneficial to date an older guy because guys your age suck. Guys our age suck. Literally. I really get a lot from dating guys who are older than me. Like I feel like they benefit my life in so many ways and they've given me- I've learned so much like just about life and career stuff and whatever. It's just fun to hang out with them. But one day you're gonna be like, he wants to like, I don't know, take a sexy video of me or something. Or like-
1: like You just have to, you have to be careful.
0: Then you're gonna look back and be like, he took advantage of the fact that I was so excited and young that I would say yes to sending a nude or doing Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like don't do anything that could be permanent. Yeah. don't be very careful of things that he wants to do that he might not ask an older girl to do because she's smarter than you
1: yeah because older because ugh, yeah older men there's a power first of all men in general have a power complex like mm-hmm. where they feel they will at some point you know have to exercise or want to exercise their power you know, societal privilege over you, whether that's through the money they make or the job they have, there's always going to be something that your relationship partner may be more successful in than you. But when it's age, it can be very, very tricky because at that point they're going to be like oh well I do this all the time and it's something you've never heard of and all of a sudden you're doing it too and you just didn't have the foresight to learn about that from someone else right so you got to be careful it's not a no 100% but it's just like a let's think about this Um, but I wouldn't just say no to someone just because they're older than me I would Think about it a little bit further.
0: Yeah, like what, make a list. Like, what Mm -hmm. do you like about him? Is he really enhancing your life? Our rules for dating in your 20s still apply when it's an older guy. Mm -hmm. An older guy could be the perfect example of a guy who has a net positive value in your life. Mm -hmm. This could be a person who really helps you with your career, with your, you know, getting yourself sorted out, figuring out who you are, seeing the world. Like these people are more established. They know what they're doing, but- it doesn't change the fact that like maybe you have to evaluate every part of him and don't do anything that could be permanent. That means like mm-hmm. photos or, I don't know, just like just be really fucking careful yeah. because think about it. When you are 24, try to picture yourself in those shoes. Are you gonna wanna date a 19 year old? I know it's a little bit different, mm-hmm. guys to girls, like younger guys, older girls, a little less common. Um, I used to picture myself like, I don't know. When I'm 28, am I going to feel okay if I going out on a date with a 19 year old? Like, mm-hmm. probably not. What would we talk about?
1: Or also think about it like um, five years from now. So, for right. example, you're going to be 24 <laughs> when he's what 29, mm-hmm. and like those are pretty different stages. That could be a different stage of life. Yeah, like, I don't if feel he's, like that's that, there, weird. it's not it's not super weird. But I mean, like in the next five years of his life. His, life, his decisions that he has to make, et cetera, are gonna be different from the ones you are, which is graduating, choosing a major, like finding a job, moving moving around. Like he's gone through all that already. So there's different life, life stages. So what he could end up doing is making little comments like you're so young or that type of thing. Mm-hmm. You should look out for that because yeah. that can be a sign that your age is gonna be something he's actually looking for so that he can take advantage of it. Try to so. figure
0: out why he's with you. Mm-hmm. Like try to pick up on like, is he listening to you when you talk? Like, is he really, does he have an interest in meeting your friends, going and doing things that you want to do? Does he like the way that you are and how you dress and how you look and how you like, but maybe the pattern is very important to consider. Maybe he just likes the idea of someone younger. Even if he doesn't have a pattern, this could be like a fun, exciting adventure for him. The way that dating an older guy is for us, except we're not taking advantage of them. We're letting them take advantage of us. I just I can't help but like as as much as I love some of the guys that I've seen that are older than me sometimes I really do I really trust them but I really do freak myself by being like when I'm 33 how will I feel about 19 year old girls Mm -hmm. like I really don't know how I'll feel in 10 years about these relationships that I've had yeah so I'm very lucky I don't think I've ever really been taken advantage ever hurt by these men like I haven't done anything I really regret but like i've met girls who have Mm -hmm. yeah
1: there's it's it's easy to feel like it's a cool thing but at the same time you know you just have to be what you are which is a very smart girl figuring it out yep just just think it through all right one more voicemail much lighter than that
2: you know who gives me the ick? oh well let me let me start off first my name is kate my pronouns are she her and this is what gives me the ick those people that don't commit to wearing socks like they do the habsies where it's like hanging off their ankle because they're a little bit cold, a little bit hot. Disgusting. Do not do that in my presence. Commit to the sock. I can't be the only one. Please affirm me.
1: Okay. We have a lot to discuss on the sock front. <laughs> Many sock issues. I love how she arisen. goes, you know what pisses me a, off? Oh, by the way, my a, pronouns are she, her. <laughs> <laughs> so Kate, funny. we love your vibe. Oh my God. That's great. Um, yeah. No, you're completely right. You're completely right. That's <laughs> fucking nasty. Ew. Ew. But you know what really pissed me off while I was on vacation this week with Jeff? He wears Birkin socks a lot. Like, he's a Birks dude, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. However, he always wears socks with them. Like, even when we're headed to the beach, he'll put the socks on. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, take the sock." Like, I yelled at him <laughs> outside of our hotel room. I was like, why are you wearing socks? Like, you're just going to take them off when we get to the beach he is such a lucky man (laughs) he just can't I just don't understand why like but anyway (laughs) those those are my thoughts on socks you should not be always wearing them with sand with Birkin socks you should wear them with like Nike sandals you should not wear them with flip-flops there's a lot of points there's so much I could say on this you should not wear them to bed unless you're getting in bed with them and taking them off You should not wear them during sex
0: oh you really helps me orgasm wearing socks
1: yeah Okay, I'll try it if it's for the orgasm.
0: I don't like to see a guy in socks. Oh my god! One time Mm-mm. I was hooking up with this guy and he had on those weird little toe socks that only cover your toes and your all of your foot, and he kept them on the whole time. No, so oh they're like
1: curling. My, <laughs> god.
0: he was wearing little ballerina socks. Stop! I Is mean, we talk about it. No, it's, it's just like, like what do you like to wear?
2: No, it was so
0: weird. I hate that. I just don't like any kind of weird. Like, don't especially like if you're in public don't play with your don't be taking your sandals off and like playing with them put you putting your heel on top of your vans and like crunching them down it's just weird just keep your shoes on keep your shoes on always but you know what kind of turns me on too uh, men's feet no i like i don't i don't i'm not grossed out by men's feet i don't love feet in general not, i don't have a kink yeah i don't have a kink but i just but think I'm, it's like hot when they have like big feet so i okay, don't mind a good what they thing with to do uh.
1: Anyway, I don't, I don't feel particularly turned on by men's feet, but I do pay attention if their toenails are grimy. Mm. That's mm-hmm. fucking nasty. Like I had, a I knew this guy in college who like never clipped his toenails, and they started like ripping through his like. Vans. Ew!
0: What? Yeah. Oh my god! No, you have to take care of your hygiene. I wish get more men pedicure, would go get a pedicure monthly.
1: monthly they're only thirty bucks. It's go really go get not
0: hard. Mm-hmm.
1: But it's disgusting. I
0: do when they're well kept and nice. Like I love like a guy with a big manly feet. Like I'm just like Okay.
1: I like your feet. Okay. I don't want to touch them or anything. Well, but. yeah, I don't either. But I do also like think about this where I don't like how many people feel like it's okay to walk around without their shoes on. At Equinox, for example, which I think a lot of people- Are oh, you go to
0: Equinox? I do.
1: We have a little corporate uh, discount. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, I do- Like your little eco-win-tend. I do a towels. Oh, I do. I do enjoy it. However, too many people there don't use shower shoes. I'm sorry. This mm. is a public place. Doesn't matter if you're paying $200 a month for it. We're not all that clean. Like, wash your fucking feet. We, people haven't been to we, summer camp? After that's like the just, first rule of Literally, literally. After we just found, fa- we have to do a vibe check on summer camp at some yes. point. Yes. But um, we just heard about all those celebrities who were like, yeah, I don't wash my legs. Yeah, I don't wash my feet. If that's a general rule of white culture, I am not <laughs> stepping foot into Equinox without a Javianas with me in my bag. <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. It's a disaster. Scares me to death. I keep those Javianas on, on me. On me at all times. It's <laughs> nasty to think about, like, walking around barefoot in even a nice luxury location but let alone like outside let alone at the bar like it stresses me out yeah yeah i'm with you so kate thanks for that that's it for voicemails great week for voicemails you guys are really killing it keep sending them in whether for advice respond to something we said give us a vibe check or roast it like don't forget call in 212-287-5244 So we're going to
0: do a little game of roast it or toast it. If you forgot the rules, you're an idiot. Let me tell you, it's really not hard. If we don't like something, we're going to roast it. Okay? We, we just, we're we going to roast it. We don't like it. We're going to toast it if we like it. Clink, clink. Toast. Yay.
1: Champagne. We love it. Okay. Oh, we can actually toast today because we have drinks.
0: Yes, we have a little drink. We have little drinks. So roast or toast it. <laughs> this one is a little targeted. It seems like it. Having your guy take pictures of you
1: on vacation. Toast it, girl, because how else are you going to get the thirst trap? What else is he there for? What else is he, like, why did you even go on vacation if you're not going to get a thirst trap out of it? Why did you bring him? Exactly, like, what the hell? So I absolutely would say toast it. It's a science, though. So, for example, on our vacation, I didn't want to make him take pictures of me every single day, but I also needed to be tan enough to get all my pictures, you know, at the right you know element so we set aside like one afternoon as in I told him one afternoon we're gonna take all the pictures and I put on all five of my outfits <laughs> and I wanted to get pictures in at the optimal time for sun exposure and I was already a tan so like that was done but also you are a machine I am I am I'm a logistics like master over here so then we took all the pictures in that afternoon and then i didn't have to bother him the rest of the time he was fine with his life and let's let it be let it be said that he got some pics too i mean he was modeling he was in the pool he was giving me you know a little you know italian vibe people at this resort by the way like thought we were both dominican as well we're not um didn't speak Spanish disappointed many Dominicans apologies see y'all but um no he got his little pics in too so just like don't make it your whole vacation
0: yeah great love it I can't speak on this one I don't I've never brought a guy on vacation (laughs) I mean I'll make my friends take photos sometimes I don't know I sometimes my dad takes photos of me obviously not laying in the, in the infinity pool in my one piece, (laughs) like you were, which you looked great, but, um, my dad can't take a photo of her shit. And he thinks he can that's a great thing to talk about is dads that period think they can take a picture. dad's who think they can take a fucking photo and then they're doing this whole zoom in thing my dad the loves portrait to do mode. he doesn't do portrait mode you know what he does he loves to tilt
1: <laughs> like this
0: he loves like an artistic <laughs> angle and he'll tilt the photo he took my prom photos once like I was on my way to prom and I missed the pre-prom this is, <laughs> speaking of age gaps I was a freshman and I went to prom with some senior oh god oh my god it was like the coolest thing in my life but he was so weird like mm-hmm. Think. consider why he's asking you yes I would
1: love to know (laughs) (laughs) so my
0: dad I didn't go to the pre-prom because all the girls would have hated me so my dad drove me directly to the prom anyone take a picture of me outside oh my god these pictures were so bad my poor dad I need to see and he thinks he's the he's a visuals guy he works in this industry of visuals and he doesn't know how to take a damn photo he thinks
1: it's the best I bet oh my god and my
0: mom can't either. Really? One time I, so I met JaVale McGee once. I don't know who that is. Basketball player. This was when he was on the Denver Nuggets. This is like the most basketball knowledge I've ever had in my life. Those three sentences yeah, I that, that I just had. I didn't know that team existed. But I got the opportunity to meet JaVelle McGee. Couldn't find my phone. She pulls out the iPad, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like sitting there waiting. I'm so excited. I'm like, oh my God, all the boys from school are going to slide into my DMs and think I'm so cool because I met JaVelle. Yeah. This guy's like eight feet tall, towering mm-hmm. over me. And we're just sitting there smiling waiting <laughs> and my mom can't figure it out finally she says she took the photo we go back home nada no photos <laughs> on the ipad it, i'm so mad at her about it <laughs> i like can't believe that i have no proof that javel mcgee was in my house except for a couple of t-shirts that he left and oh, some weird things goodness
1: anyway well you know Let me give you, context on that at some point you yeah, gotta, mcgee wasn't yeah.
0: shirtless in my house it was a whole thing
1: we gotta talk about it at some <laughs> point we're running low on time today <laughs> all right okay the verdict is clink clink, clink. Toast it. Toast it. Hope you could hear that. Go get your photos, girl. Next is, how do I say it? Like, he told me. That one? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to do that. All right. I don't want to sing. I don't want to sing. Okay. I will. Bitch. Great.
0: The next one is, there's a trending trend on TikTok. <laughs> you know, the music trends, like people use yeah. voices and sounds. Um, the big one this week is from Encanto. Is that the movie? I haven't seen it. I don't like I animated shit. You, all you adults freaking out over this like Encanto movie. It's a kid's Wait, movie. You, it's weird. What is that movie? Okay. All my friends are like, we love that song from Encanto. But th- why the what? fuck did you see that movie? Anyway, um, the song goes like,
1: he told
0: me that the
1: man of my dreams.
0: No, 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 no.
2: Yeah.
1: And the, the girls like walking in a funny way. They're walking like they're walking down the
0: aisle. Yes, they're walking down the aisle. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And um, so you would use it in context, what would it be? Uh, a guy is, I don't know, just Isn't so. Isn't it like
1: there's something happening and then when you walk in, it's like a like a wrench in your plans or something?
0: No, I think you walk in and you're still getting married. You're walking down the aisle. I don't know. Look, it's a, it's a trend. How do you guys feel about the music behind this trend? How do you guys feel about this sound?
1: Negatives,
0: but I don't get it. Like, can we just stop using these weird sounds? <laughs>
1: Sorry, like you're an adult.
0: Let's also just like
1: I didn't realize it was from Disney. I thought it was like some old rocker brand band. Like no, it's from Disney something. Pixar or something. What the fuck? I don't know. I just feel like anything where you're walking like that, like every time I see them, I get secondhand embarrassment, one hundred percent. Because if you have to put that much effort into like a TikTok like where you're, you're, you're doing the angles. You got to, you know, move things around the tripod at that point. Like it's very difficult. What's funny to imagine. And I get it. I,
0: it's funny to imagine like me talking and making these videos and doing outtakes and like having to reshoot whatever I talked about. But imagine like people sitting in their room and like doing this dance over and over again until they get it right. (laughs) Every time I see a trend video with the sound, I'm like, imagine them trying to lip sync it perfectly for like an hour. And it's like,
1: the because for me, I, I get embarrassed with myself if I'm on my third try and yeah. I can't remember like a little lip syncing thing, but I don't really post too many trends. But what gives me the ick in the words of Kate, I hate when there's men doing those trends. I find it so cringe. I like, hate when so men regular. have a TikTok. Men don't need TikTok. It's so embarrassing. Like, And then, you know, there's like how those, those little TikTokers, like the 20 year olds or whatever that do the thirst traps where they're like biting their lips and shit like yeah like those little boys like i want to vomit every time i see that like they need to be removed from the internet permanently
0: No, i can't watch men do tiktoks unironically unless they're like really funny like comedian type tip like who's TikToks. your favorite male tiktoker i don't have a f- i don't
1: like them okay i like the gays
0: oh my god i have a great idea
1: hmm.
0: his name's way old gay All right. (gasps) You love him. I love him. I can't believe I didn't think of him immediately. I talk about him all the time. I've showed all my friends his videos. He doesn't follow me back. It's fine. I don't even care. I'm a fan. I love him. He does this great video where he takes his family around. It's so accurate. What to do when your family visits New York. (laughs) And he like takes them on a tour of New York. And he's like, that's this bridge, this Brooklyn bridge. It's just some (laughs) old bridge. Here's what happens when we go to Times Square. I told you we're not coming back here. (laughs) We we don't have to go over there. It'll take forever. Like it's so, so
1: fucking good. funny. Oh my god, he's so great. nice. I it. love he's him. So cute.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to him. I don't know why
1: he doesn't call me back. It's so humiliating. I hope he I hope he follows you after he hears this. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna. Send Which it. who knows if he even will. I love you, way old gay. Okay, fabulous. So was our verdict? Our verdict is roasted. right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Ro- just roasting adults doing Disney soundtrack trends.
1: All right, third. The third one is the Euphoria fandom Mm. slash Euphoria discourse that is consistently taking place 24-7.
0: Discourse is a good word for it. I haven't been able to check Twitter all day because I didn't get a chance to watch the episode yesterday and I don't want to spoil it. So I literally can't go on social media. I went
1: on Twitter today. Don't watch Euphoria, never have. I went through Twitter. There was nothing but Euphoria discourse. And finally, there was a tweet that I could relate to after multiple scrolls and it was like it's so crazy to see when people are tweeting after slash during euphoria because they'll be like this crazy guy did this crazy thing and then like now they're in jail and you're like what the fuck is going on and it has a like, two million retweets and it's like what the fuck is happening here right. like the discourse is constantly happening and I mean, good for y'all.
0: I like it. I like the idea that we're all together watching this show and people are tweeting about it. I'm not against discourse on the internet about a show. I think that's what the internet is for. It's very Mm -hmm. communal. It's kind of like a beautiful part of social media that doesn't happen often. It's a good part. No, it's great. It's Mm -hmm. the good part. Um, I just wish that, you know, that means that I have to keep up with it. I can't tell people to not post. I can't can't stay off my phone all day. But here's the issue. and, And there always is one. People who are this obsessed with Euphoria, they talk about it as though it's like this incredible, huge masterpiece that we've never seen anything like it before. I just wanna say like, have you never seen The Sopranos? Have you never yeah. seen-
1: Mad Men. Mad
0: Men or like any other show, it's not a well-written show. And mm-hmm. I think that Euphoria, the acting, these kids, they're not kid; what, they're in their 20s, they are so fucking good. They are so brilliant. I think all of them that had a speaking role on this season could be nominated for an Emmy and it would be completely valid. Mm -hmm. Like I really think they, every single one of them is so good. They don't have good material to work with though. Mm. They're doing the best with what they got and there's no, I think the character development kind of sucks. I think that the pacing of the show sucks. I think that, There's so many episodes where too much is happening and it's all just a bunch of bad shit happening that's really heavy and scary. And that doesn't make a good show just because there's a lot of intense adult things happening. And then there's other episodes where nothing happens. It's trauma dumping. It's trauma dumping. It's just not paced well. It's not well written. The dialogue feels very realistic, but I think that's the actors who make it that way. Mm -hmm. They make it entertaining because they are so A, beautiful to look at. The whole physical aspect of the show the makeup the costumes like i think this is a beautifully shot show the soundtrack everything about it except for the sam levinson character who's like 40 years old and having sydney sweeney parade around with her tits oh out every God, single episode literally. i just like there's one guy who writes the show there's no writer's room and what a, yeah and it's and very an apparent guy? and he's some old white guy writing about these high schoolers fucking I think and being naked it's off it's that's weird. Odd. I'm sorry. It's weird. Yeah. They are all so great. But it's weird that there's one guy who directs all of them. Oh. It's and they're one like 17. Guy. They're mm. all in
1: high school. The, the yeah. actors and aren't. sexualizing the kids, and yeah, that's, it's oh, just like we
0: don't it's, I get it. Know, Not every whatever. show has to be so mm, correct, whatever. whatever. I don't. I don't think it's necessarily g- glamorizing drugs and sex because I it, think it just shows fine. how fucking
1: crazy it is. It's
0: just a lot of bad shit happening, and if you want to see a lot of heavy, dramatic shit happening, but in a beautifully paced way with great dialogue and ways that like things loose ends are tied up mm-hmm. in Euphoria. No fucking loose ends are tied <laughs> up until like they have one episode that solves everything really fucking quick. Like, I didn't think that the reveal, spoiler alert, but you should know by now, the entire internet knows. Rue reveals that Zendaya's character. Yeah. She reveals that Alexa Demi's character. Maddie. Maddie. Her ex-boyfriend
1: yeah, is fucking, fucking
0: Cassie, Sydney Sweeney's character.
1: She's so the, this
0: was half the fucking season mm-hmm. was about... How are they going to find out? Does Maddie know? Is it a whole thing? Like it's a big spider web of drama. And it all comes out in like one split second. And there was no, I felt that there was no lead up. And everyone was freaking out about this reveal. I was like, that it was, was like a little a anticlimactic. Trend, like the girls were talking about it all week. There yeah. was such a better way they could have written that. I don't think this guy is a great writer.
1: Like I really don't. You know what a good show is and I saw you posted about it because I'm fucking obsessed with it. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel oh. which is back. I was rewatching that the last like two, ever since I got COVID in December, I rewatched the whole thing in anticipation of season 4 which premiered this week. Just exceptional.
0: Exceptional. Beautiful show. It's beautiful, gorgeous to look at. Did you know that they hired dancers for background actors because they like the way they move?
1: And they have those, one. they have these scenes basically. you watch this from the, if you watch this from the beginning, you'll see them. They're called oneers, where it's just one camera the whole time. Yes. And it's like people have to block. And as someone who's been on two very, you know, small commercial shoots in my oh. day, blocking, like the blocking that they have to do for those is fucking crazy. So in the, the show where they get to the Catskills. They have a two minute water where they're getting out. They're rearranging the furniture. They're doing all this shit. So for two minutes, it was one camera. Everyone had to move to be in the frame. And it's like stunning camera work. Costumes, incredible sets, amazing plot, hilarious. Like, well, I think
0: euphoria does have those things. Good. But the dialogue and the way the, the story structure sucks. Okay. Mm. But Maisel this is the issue. The actors bother me. Oh,
1: <gasps> which ones? Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. That's kind of the only one that I bothers me. I think she me. could be better.
0: Oh my god, I love Abe. Abe is the, the guy best. from Monk. I love him. Abe is the best. I love. I love Susie. Mm. Mrs. Mrs. Maisel. Maisel. Just the I way like that she her. talks, I'm like, shut up! Like she's like, I'm a woman, so fuck that! Yeah, like you're okay. Like whoever's, I guess this was comedy when it's so revolutionary that a woman is doing it in like the 60s. I but. think
1: they're they're leaning into that a lot this season, and I'm not. Really her comedy is not it. funny. No, it's no, it hasn't been that funny these last two weeks. But also, she's not Jewish. She's not Jewish. Her actress is not Jewish. Oh, I can't even because her body is perfect. She's beautiful,
0: but. Sometimes honestly, I don't know if I'm right to be offended by that. I'm not offended. Sometimes it bugs me a tiny bit how it's so heavily Jewish. Like they make so many mm, jokes about the fact that she's Jewish and like Jewish culture and the eating and the the whatever the Yiddish mm. words, like it's so they really make fun of Jews in a cute way that Jews love. But then you remember this girl that they chose for this role. I wish they chose a Jewish girl. Like yeah. I really do. I'm sorry. I think she's great, but like I don't know. No, I really wish they'd chosen a Jewish girl. I would feel that way. Sometimes it's, it's weird yeah. when she's like making jokes about being Jewish mm-hmm. and it's like, wait, this
1: girl is no, not because, Jewish. Because being Jewish is very specific. Yes. Very specific. And
0: it's just like when it's, these are jokes that have made by a non, like the the emphasis on the eating and the, slop, the sloppiness of Jewish yeah. eating, whatever. That's like a Jewish joke. And when you're not Jewish and you make that joke, it's anti the last the
1: la- in the last episode where that guy was making all those anti-Semitic jokes while they were at the, the bar. Right. And she's not Jewish.
0: It's just kind of weird. Oh, I didn't know that. I just wish they'd hired a Jewish girl, but she's great. It's just, I don't know. Her voice bugs me and I hate that she's not Jewish.
1: I love the show. Huge fan. Anyway. Okay. Well, can
0: we, I have a little idea. I'd love to sign off um, this episode with a screenshot oh i want to read some reviews that we got on apple
1: Podcasts. oh as as would i i haven't checked them in like two weeks all right what's
0: going on this is a reminder to rate and review our podcast if you like it go and drown these fuckers out okay i want you to go and give us five stars and talk about what you liked and whatever um if you don't like something give it five stars and tell us what you didn't like but okay this is so funny
1: oh my god i'm going right now two
0: stars it was really yeah, nice they gave us really two. You are being really fucking rude. They gave us two. I don't know why they hate us, but quote, they aren't clever, they aren't funny, and worse, they try way too hard. The concept is great, and I imagine their target audience is teens to very early 20s. That's true. The effect they're putting on seems desperate and unnatural, <gasps> like they're going for a Jackie Schimmel Whitney Cummings vibe, but it's coming off like a generic Whitney Cummings, and she's already insufferable. We never said we weren't insufferable. Anyway, I'll listen to a couple more, but I foresee myself giving up in an episode or two. Who is waiting? Who is <laughs> why are Cummings? you still
1: listening? And why what? did you give us two stars? Like, what? Please. Thank you for like, listening. You listened like, too- to two. We you- also literally said that that was our target audience.
0: He's listened to, or I, this sounds like a he, but whatever. Listened to two episodes already. Gonna listen to
1: two more. Gave us two stars, but hates us. You <laughs> could have waited to give us <laughs> that. Okay, then we have one- What's the next one? Okay, 13 minutes before I turned it off. I thought this was going to be funny gossip, but it quickly became political. There's enough negativity in the world on the daily. I don't need to add a mean-spirited podcast to my routine. Wait, to be right, saying is, political. Is your issue that it's mean-spirited? Is your issue that's political? There's no First no, of the all, the whole thing is that it's
0: mean-spirited. That's why you would listen to exactly,
1: it. Exactly, but if it's political, by saying fuck Joe Rogan, yeah. I mean, fuck Joe Rogan. Is that Rogan. the only political that thing we said? I mean, I've mentioned that I was black a few times, if that's political, but I don't know if it is. Like what? You know. The other day I said something
0: about like, oh, I, I hate anti-vaxxers, I wish people got the vaccine. Somebody was like, I liked you until you started getting political. That's not political, you weirdo. Like what the
1: fuck, anyway, is called public health, bitch. Yeah. Next, another media outlet with an exaggerated <laughs> <laughs> liberal POV. <laughs> right off the bat, hate on Joe Rogan. If you share this opinion, you'll find this to be an entertaining podcast. Otherwise, it's a tired narrative by today's standard. If you're looking for funny female bent, oh, they're recommending a different podcast and <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that for you. If
0: you fu- if you have the same opinion, you'll find this would be an entertaining podcast. Exactly. So thanks for exactly. listening. This one. I, I just love <laughs> it. the title of it. Insipid <laughs> Torture. <laughs> they titled it Insipid Torture. This is the conversation you hear. <laughs> We're ending on this one. This is the conversation you hear between two seventh-grade girls sitting outside the principal's office after being caught scratching their names on their desks. Mommy's on her way to tell the principal he's gonna be in big trouble. This sounds a little what a sexual you, fantasy? What the fuck are you? Mommy's on the about? way to tell the principal that he's in or he's gonna, gonna be in big trouble. He who Wait, are we talking Georgia. about? The principal getting like spanked by the mommy or What's something? What's happening here? Mommy's Molly? on her way to tell that principal he's gonna be in big trouble. Honestly,
1: mm. this is hum- that was a humiliating thing to write. We are the slide. two
0: seventh grade girls sitting outside the principal's office, and we were Precisely. scratching our heads. And mommy is gonna come and get you. Yeah, thirty and, principal. And
1: what are you gonna do about it? Nothing. You're Bye. Gonna, what are you gonna do about it? Thanks for that. Thank you all for the engagement. Haters can always hate but I'm always making money off of it. Mm Mm-hmm. On that note, see you next week.
0: Bad Vibes is a Betches Media production. The podcast is produced and edited by Sean Kilby. Guest booking by Allie Friedlander. Be sure to leave us a voicemail at 212-287-5244 or send your emails to badvibes at betches.com.
1: Betches